I'm Bill Simpson, and I really appreciate you choosing to listen to Drive Time Devotionals. Uh, You know by now, probably, this is a 10-minute podcast of Bible teachings to help you remain in Christ. And we've been exploring the Kingdom Come prayer found in the first chapter of Ephesians. This one request is for the Father to give you His Spirit of wisdom and of revelation, so your heart's eyes will be enlightened by His truth. Now we're considering the three results of this one request. In the last episode, we explored the first result, that we will know the hope to which He has called us. In this episode, we'll consider our inheritance. So listen to the full prayer once again. I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which He has called you, what are the riches of His glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of His power toward us who believe. The second result that our Father wants you to fully comprehend is this, to know the riches of His glorious inheritance in the saints. God wants you to know Him more intimately so you can better comprehend the riches of His glorious inheritance. Hope and inheritance are inseparable. Our hope is that the promised inheritance will come about. The certainty that it will happen exactly as the Bible says and that some celestial prosecuting attorney won't be able to overturn your receiving this inheritance comes from the fact that it is God's promised gift to us. The wording is a bit surprising. You would think that it is our inheritance that we receive in the new world. That's how we think about inheriting money or possessions here on earth. If a wealthy family member dies and leaves you money, woohoo, land or property or anything, it is your inheritance. But God surprises us. He says that it is actually his inheritance in the saints. It's not just his inheritance. It is the riches of his glorious inheritance that he wants us to know all about and have confidence that it will most definitely be ours. Remember, we're God's own possession. He bought us with the price of his son's life. When the end comes, God will have all of his purchased people with him. Jesus will live forever with every soul that the Father has given to him. The Spirit will have every person who has been born from Him. We are God's inheritance. Isn't that wild? He will inherit the work of His grace over the span of history to have every man, woman, and child He has delivered living with Him in His glorious kingdom. He will show us just how truly majestic, loving, and full of splendor He actually is. In Genesis 12, we read about God calling a man out of his hometown and leading him to a new place. God gave him a promise of inheriting a vast land and that from his lineage, a great nation would emerge. It was the land where God's people were to live under his reign so that they could show all of the other nations how to live as God's people. The man was Abram, whose name was later changed to Abraham, and the nation was the Jews. The land was Israel. This promise of a new land where his people would live is the core of the first covenant. Their inheritance wasn't just the land itself, but it included all of the cities and homes and farms and riches that were already in the land. Our inheritance is pictured in the promised land of the Jews. God is going to recreate the world. The imagery in the Revelation is one of a massive city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from heaven to be the capital of the new world. In this revelation that Jesus gave to the old apostle John, he described the brilliance of the city and said that the new earth will have no need of a sun or moon like our world. The glory that radiates from the Father and the Son will be the city's light. 
As you listen to this description of our coming inheritance from Revelation 21, try to picture your forever life of joy, peace, and fulfillment. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea no longer existed. I also saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared like a bride adorned for her husband. Then I heard a loud voice from the throne, Look, God's dwelling is with humanity, and he will live with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will no longer exist. Grief, crying, and pain will exist no longer, because the previous things have passed away. Then the one seated on the throne said, Look, I am making everything new. He also said, Write, because these words are faithful and true. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give water as a gift to the thirsty from the spring of life. The victor will inherit these things, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. All of the challenges and hassles and hardships of life on planet Earth will be remembered no more. There will be no crime, no wars, no diseases, no suicide, no cutting, no immorality, no hatred, no jealousy, no backstabbing, no loneliness, no gender confusion, no inferiority, no prejudices, no depression, only love and joy and peace and kindness and goodness and faithfulness. Boy, how do I know for sure this will all happen and that I'll be included? You might ask. We have a guarantee. We have an eternal membership card that will never be lost or made void. We have been forever sealed with this guarantee, and the guarantee is a person. He is the Holy Spirit. He is our certainty. A few verses before the prayer in Ephesians 1, Paul was led by the Spirit to write these words. The Spirit is God's guarantee that He will give us the inheritance He promised and that He has purchased us to be His own people. He did this so we would praise and glorify Him. Let's run down a short rabbit trail. God wants us to keep asking him to help us know him better so that we can understand all about his inheritance in the saints. Did you know that you are a saint? Saints are not those who live extraordinary lives as followers of Christ and after they die get their own statue. Honoring wonderful role models is great and we should do that. But to dub someone a saint because they have done extraordinary things is completely wrong according to the Bible. Every person that God has called to be his own is a saint. You see, the same Greek word is translated either holy or saint. Holy means set apart or completely other. Every believer in Christ has been set apart by God to be his very possession. God is holy, and since we are his and in Christ, we too are holy. The way you live does not make you a saint or an unsaint. We are only saints because we belong to Christ Jesus. It is our identity as the children of God. This breathtaking inheritance will be totally shared among all his saints. Sharing inheritance doesn't usually work too well, does it? Why is that? It's due to the sins of jealousy and coveting and selfishness. Where none of these exist, sharing the inheritance will not only be possible... All of us equally sharing the glorious riches in the new world will be exactly what each of us will want to do. Now that's exceedingly cool to think about. To solidify our thinking about God's hope and his inheritance, 
Let's look at the Spirit's inspiration to the Apostle Peter from 1 Peter 1, 3-5. Praise the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to His great mercy, He has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that is imperishable, uncorrupted, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. You are being protected by God's power through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. This is the inheritance that your father wants you to know all about so it can lift you up in times of discouragement. Knowing all about your future inheritance and believing with confidence in its certainty can greatly impact your priorities and how you value the things of this earth. How do you grow in your understanding of this inheritance? How can the reality of the forever life that's coming drain the dread of what you're dealing with today? Do what God says. Ask Him to give you His spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you can know Him better as He sheds light on your emotions regarding this future inheritance that is kept in heaven for you. When you get overwhelmed with the cares of this world and all the things that require your time and attention— Ask the Father to give you His Spirit so you can refocus on what really matters. After all, the only thing that will be in God's new world that is currently in our world today is His people. Your house, your car, job, phone, insurance, 401k, they'll all be gone one day. In Christ, you have an inheritance that is so vast and so valuable that the human mind cannot begin to grasp its reality. You think about these truths. I'm Bill Simpson, and I hope you have subscribed to this podcast. I also hope you're sharing it with some of your friends and coworkers. And if you have any questions or anything you'd like to chat with me about, please go to my contact tab on my website at billsimpson.org. Until next time, may God's grace be with you. 